welcome here. Hmm, was that an ad lib? Can I, I hear that again? I can't. It's, 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 the champion. We don't need your racist balls. We reject your hate. He's not welcome. That doesn't rhyme. Welcome here. You know nothing about chanting. You are not welcome here. You're, that's a bad chant. Yeah. Boo! Kind of broke down at the end. It had a good vibe going there. Yeah, it started out well. Everybody's yeah. on the same page. I was taking my racist wall. Leave reject your hate. He's not Don't welcome. everybody now get a burger on your plate. Something. Yeah, that's yeah, close. The assembled. What was that? A couple of dozen people. You know, it's, it's, it's the whole I don't protesters wanna, right, said... I, I don't want to beat up on Marshall, but... I'd, I'd like to beat the <laughs> hell out of him. Hardly a day goes by I wouldn't like to punch him in the stomach. But 12 people <laughs> chanting the United States of America shouldn't exist. Yeah, Sh- Shouldn't get coverage from the media as if, as you can see, Donald Trump is very controversial. 12 people who don't believe this ought to be a country. Okay, right. good for them. There are more people in this building... It's 7.05 Pacific Daylight Time, ooching around and doing their work. Then there are yelling there uh, about Trump. Sure. So so why is that a headline? So is this... ne- Never mind, you know, as I often point out, there are often 50,000 people watching a high school football game in Texas. So don't, don't give me 11 people yelling at one state capital or another and act like that's such a big deal. I just, well, it just tires me. Particularly when it's a policy nobody agrees with. I mean, they, we'll have the headline. A bunch of fringe nutbags chanted today in favor of erasing the border. 99% of Americans would say, well, that's dumb. Isn't that hilarious, Jim? Back to you at the news desk. That is crazy, uh, Jennifer. Thank you. That's that's the way it ought to go. Anywho. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk to a reporter in just a couple of seconds. So is this correct? Did I hear this right? That this is Trump's first visit to California since he was elected president? Yes. Is that right? Wow. Come on, the biggest state the in the population. country. Yeah, come on now. He's derelict in his duty or something. Come on. You got to get out of here. Yeah. A new fundraiser in uh, Beverly Hills or uh, Hollywood or somewhere. He found a couple of conservatives, apparently. They're uh, in their panic room right now, heavily armed. Well, I attended a Trump rally with my children back during the election in oh, I, California. I remember. Those were less controversial times when you could do that. I doubt that any Trump event from here on out I, you could ever take little kids to. Wasn't that a day before uh, everything went crazy in San Jose? Or, or some the, a Trump yeah, rally turned was. insane the it next was. day? It was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we left early because uh, of things got a little out of hand. But you couldn't show up at all now, ever, ever again, no doubt. Well, um, now that he's the POTUS, you could, couldn't you? Well, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to try to make it through the crowd to wherever he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Protesters and everything. No way. Mm-hmm. Um. Duh. So we're waiting for a report. Or a report. Is there any money in crafting chants? <laughs> like kind of like a jingle writer, but for protests, right? Yeah. I'm. Yeah. You think you have a talent like a copywriter, for a, 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 a hired songwriter. Like you'd get hired to write the theme for Gilligan's Island back in the day. All right, give me what are the characters roughly? Okay, yeah, I'll give me two days. I could I could write you a chant. Sean, I want you to think of a cause between now and the commercial break, and then I'll write you a chant during the commercial break. It'll be good too. Stop beating harp seals. Oh Lord. Oh my. Is that still a thing? I don't know. When I was a kid I first became aware oh, of it and it, it stuck in my mind. Yeah, one of your big wildlife outfits or somebody managed to get that in front of every school kid in oh, America. The worst thing I ever saw. That was like the biggest thing in the world for a while. Yeah. How about those uh, dolphin hunts and whale hunts the Japanese do? I don't want to hear about it's it. It's crazy. Yeah. I'd I, I just, save the whale. That's what I say. Mm. 
Maybe I could do a good whale chant. As we wait for a reporter, I'll, fo- I'll follow up a little bit on the uh, the New York Times story on antidepressants, which, you know, this this is from the New York Times, and I got to believe the we take antidepressants crowd is, is pretty popular in, in, in New York. Sure, sure. And, and hey, they do help people. Well, did, yeah, beyond I'm, question. Okay, do we have to say this? Yes. There are people who are depressed who need antidepressants. Yes. Back to you. <laughs> That's the problem with getting into any, any conversation, isn't it? Yeah. You're sending a mixed message. Or, or, or we'll we'll taking get 50 emails. Listen, I was near suicidal, and I finally got a prescription. Blah, blah. I'm happy for you. We're happy for you. We take more than any other country on Earth. There's a problem for that. We have, a, we have an easier lifestyle on average than anywhere on Earth. And we take more antidepressants. That doesn't seem odd to you. The most comprehensive study on them has recently been published showing modestly, uh, showing mostly modest effects. The take-home message from these two studies was that the effectiveness of antidepressants has been overstated over the years and that the benefit might be limited to far fewer patients than were actually using the drugs. Um, and, and more than that, it gets into the various ways in which uh, studies that show them working pretty well get elevated among those who show modest results, mm. and that has skewed everything in a certain direction over the years. Interesting. I hope we take a look at that and everybody, you know, gets a second opinion or whatever before yeah. we, we head down that road. I don't want to be a contributor toward the everything's a lie, you can't believe everything, the Soviet-style suspicion and distrust that uh, Vlad Putin is trying to spread in America. Everything is a lie and you can't trust anything. Back to you, Joe. Well, but it is a little discouraging that, you know, the dietary guidelines a lot of us grew up with our entire lives were a complete lie. We're a fraud. I mean, they were a for-profit fraud perpetrated by Big Sugar and aided and abetted by the government, including officials who had been bribed. And, uh, you know, there are various drugs, drug interactions, etc. that are just... Uh, well, I'm certain we'll find out in you know half a decade, a decade or two that it was just fraudulent. And what, whatever wasn't a lie, they were just wrong about. Right. The margarine versus butter and all that sort of stuff. Sure. Uh, breast milk versus formula. Oh, yeah. That's or the eggs. old-timer. How eggs. many different oh, times yeah. has the yeah. eggs been, oh, no, it's oh. the worst thing. Oh, no, it's the best thing. Oh, it's no, like, just, it's just like, the whites. It's like <laughs> Marshall is in charge of the nation's uh, nutritional policy. Yeah. One day it's this, the other day it's that. So sometimes they're lying to you knowingly, and sometimes it's just, well, the science goes back and forth. Right. Yeah. It, it, well, it can make you pretty damn cynical. Well, what yeah. about the nutritious trout? Well, there that's a fine food, certainly. Um, yeah, the whole uh, every ancient philosophy, every uh, no, it, uh, let's not call it ancient. Every current philosophy that has endured and stood the test of time and remains valued says the same thing as you pointed out. Don't base your life on pleasure seeking. Base it on service and real satisfaction, that sort of thing. Uh, but the the greatest minds of our, our generation in the last half dozen or so have been devoted toward convincing you that, that that consumer goods will give you joy. How about if you're always cynical? If there's if somebody's making a profit, then you become super cynical. Well, yes, cynical, skeptical, sure, yeah. I think there's a profit threshold where my cynicism kicks in. Like, if you're just an existing business and you're keeping the doors open, I don't have as much cynicism as if it's some sort of multi-million dollar... I'm not cynical about a a shoe store that sells shoes. (laughs) You know, you go to the paint store and, I doubt this stuff will actually coat my walls with color. You're just selling this paint to make a profit. Yeah, that's exactly right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because people paint their homes and this is where they get their paint.
Um, <laughs> so I've taken the liberty of uh, pushing our, our delightful reporter back to the next segment, okay. lest we uh, run out of time, which we have more or less. I have my cause for you, Joe. Okay, uh, let me jot it down. Go ahead. And then you're going to come up with a chant, because yeah, that's what and, you do. And I, I promise you a top-quality chant. Now, this is something that's actually very important to me. I donate okay. a lot of my time to this. Aardvark con- uh, conservation. Okay. Aardvark, aardvark conservation. Yeah. Are we running low on aardvarks? Uh, well, we're running very high on ants, and hey, so I ants. feel like we need hey, more. Ant. What are you doing down there, ant? <laughs> we, right. we, 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 <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah, threatened aardvark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. they're, they're ru- ants are ruining our picnics. They get inside <laughs> when they shouldn't be there. Oh, they bite you sometimes. Yeah, they crawl yeah. right up in your craw. It's torturous. Fantastic. So the president, heading for San Diego today, he's got a, a couple of things on tap, including uh, looking at the, the prototypes of the border wall. So we'll uh, talk to a reporter about that in moments. I would like to see the walls in, in, in person, but man, they're pretty impressive in the pictures I've seen. Oh, yeah. They're serious walls. Yeah, some good looking. Do you like the solid wall or do you like the half wall, half like super heavy duty steel fence for, you know, a little better visuals? The only problem is, I mean, since it's taxpayer money, um, since Mexico's not actually going to pay for it. Um, what? I believe if you just enforced the workplace stuff, you wouldn't need a wall. Except the drugs, the drugs, the terrorists, etc. The illegal immigration problem could be solved by enforcing the whole workplace deal. Remove the magnets. Yeah. Social services, etc. Stormy Daniels up on the Today Show. Oh my God, seriously? Aging porn stars on our morning TV every day. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We have the border! The border crossed us! There's some anti-American chanting, which the media takes in as if that makes sense, but it's just a Trump protest, you see, to want to dissolve the borders of the United States. Uh, Thirteen halfwits yelling is not a news story. An anti-American slogan, by right. anybody's estimation. That's right. not anti-Trump, that's anti-American. But anyway, you don't like their chanting. No, I don't. More on the president's visit to San Diego to California coming up, but... The difficulty, Sean, of uh, your having aardvark conservation is that it's a non-existent issue. So I had to. I needed make a several, real issue. I well, I had to make several <laughs> assumptions about why aardvarks are are vanishing. And did you just call my issue a fake issue? <laughs> yes, yes. Now any single man chanting sounds idiotic, but I will give you a couple of uh, samples. We don't need a Noah's Ark. We want funding for aardvarks. That's pretty good. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Pretty good. Thank you. Stop unlawful aardvark killing. Armadillos, much more filling. <laughs> I assume the aardvark are eating is them? being eaten. Okay. Yeah, because again, I Surprisingly go delicious. How do you like this? Because I'm a whales guy. I'm pro-whales. Go to uh, the, you know, the whale killing ground there in Japan. And, and now this is going to seem dumb at first. But think of the press coverage this would generate if you chant, Whales feel grief. Don't murder whales. They mourn the death of their loved ones. Pretty stark. For for months, for years. Mm. They're a social animal. 
The whale, the elephant. I'm big on that stuff. Okay. I would gladly chant in favor of the mighty whale. Yeah. The Leviathan of old. Something to do in your golden years. You know what? Speaking of living a life of purpose. Sure. Yeah. We made a lot of progress in whale conservation, but all right, stop with the pop-up ads. If I wanted one of them, I'd go to the store and buy it. Let's see, where were we? <laughs> ah, yeah, so the president uh, finally heading to the left coast. Coming to California, touching down in San Diego. He's going to be uh, landing Air Force, uh, Air Force One at Marine Corps Air Station Miramar, 1130 in the morning. Then he's going to fly to Brownfield Municipal Airport, probably on Marine One, on the or on the uh, the helicopter. I don't know, but he's going to look. Are he Ubers in traffic? I don't know. It could be. Uh, go with the bigger one, Mister President. The Uber X is fine; it's cheap. But sometimes you end up crammed in the back of a Prius. Anyway, uh, he's going to head for uh, uh, to the border to check the uh, the prototypes of the wall. I'm looking at several of them. Hmm, they're quite attractive. They're aesthetically pleasing. Then back to Miramar, where he's going to give Marines uh, give uh, remarks to the Marines. Um, and then, interestingly, he will head to Los Angeles for a Republican fundraiser at a private home. Now, that's got to be a high-dollar fundraiser. What do you figure it is per plate? I actually heard the numbers on it. 250 I think. 250 grand? Yeah. Okay. Wow. 250K. I think that's what I heard. Somebody Google that, maybe. So, I wonder what it takes to say, I mean, I could announce, you know, I like the work Trump's doing. I'm going to have a fundraiser at my house with the president. 250 k a plate. And uh, yeah, I the president have... shows up, it's just me and him. Well, what are you going to do, Mr. President? You want to play golf? Uh, 25000 Okay, well, I, I was close. Well, you, you were just 10 times off. No, I'm I'm positive our 200, well, you know, maybe I'm there's different levels. i that was in a New York that was 250 and this one says it'll cost 25000 or more. Okay. I wonder if it's one of those tiered things. Right. You get to wave at them from the pantry Yeah. for twenty five k. if you want to actually come into the living room. Yeah. Ah, uh, let's <clears throat> then a roundtable with Republican National Committee. Uh, they're talking about a pro. Oh, this is from an old one. That's fake news. I apologize. Wow. Fake news. And Sean again. Often Sleepy we ask you for Sean. info and we get crap. He's a sleeping son of a bitch. Right, <laughs> right. So there's a pro wall rally to greet the president at the prototypes. I'm pro securing our borders. I'm not necessarily pro wall. If 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 that's the only way. <laughs> We're going to do it. That's fine. But well, I think anybody who's ways. not a numbskull is wall where walls are appropriate, fencing where that's appropriate, sensors where that's appropriate, a moat with alligators if that's decided to be appropriate, foot patrols, sensors under the ground to make sure they're not tunneling, and then removing the magnets. A wall is far from a cure-all. But there's a pro-wall rally right there. Uh, the Critics, they say, have organized rallies elsewhere to avoid a clash. It's very uh, gentlemanly of them. Uh, The crowd will be confined to a dirt lot that the sheriff's department has designated a temporary free speech zone. Yeah, that's always weird. Orwellian, a chilling concept. Weird. So you can be over here like we saw in Cleveland when we were at the convention. You can be over here way away from where anything is happening and say whatever you want. Right. It's a free speech zone. Is that There's already a a free speech zone. It stretches from the Atlantic to the Pacific. And Alaska and Hawaii, on the other although hand, they're not real states. On the other hand, they're trying to avoid violence. Yeah. 
People are prohibited from carrying anything that could be used as a weapon, from slingshots to guns. In what sense is a slingshot or a gun a weapon? Oh, right. Uh, To rocks and knives. Glass containers are also outlawed. So you can't chuck beer bottles at anybody. Uh, Let's see. Organizers of Women's March San Diego plan to be at the protest site with a large sign urging Trump to get get ready for stupid, everybody. Build bridges, not walls. You just you might as well print on your forehead. I'm a moron when you say that. I have neither the intelligence nor the knowledge to participate in any of our nation's politics. That should be your chant. Or, you should have a giant placard with that sign. Or you realize enough people are numbskull enough that that moves them. Numbskulls vote. Yeah. Build bridges, not walls. What does that mean? What explain? No, no, no. Right now, explain what that means to me. We should have a bridge over the border so people can walk in easily. What does that mean? Well, I mean, bridges bringing people together. What people? In what circumstances? <laughs> what are you talking about? I like the tone of voice. What do you have in your home to keep the outdoors away from you? <laughs> Walls and probably a roof. Build, build, I don't know, build elevators, not roofs. What the hell? What are you talking about? Build bridges, not walls. I loved it when Hillary said that on the campaign trail. That cynical witch. You know, she she and everybody else voted in favor of the walls just a few years ago when their guy was in the White House. And post 9-11, they were enthusiastic about the idea. So you have a price on the big fundraiser, which is the real reason politicians visit California. We are the... uh... California is the the the, the AT- checkbook to the nation. Yeah, the ATM for the country. So right. the price to just for the dinner uh, is. Uh, here you go. Here's another wrong guess, everybody. <laughs> no, this is actually the the correct one. Uh, That's what you said about the first one. <laughs> <laughs> just for the dinner is thirty five thousand, up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a chance to meet with Trump, attend oh, yeah. a roundtable discussion, and have a photo taken. So I actually, oh, sit yeah. at the, the the table and talk. Quarter of a mil. Yeah. Boy, that's a dinner chunk of money. Events. That's right, Mitt. That is a chunk of money. And that's a donation to the Republican National Committee, because you can't donate that much to an individual candidate, which keeps money from perverting politics. I only personally know one person has ever done that sort of thing. He donated, I think, 25 grand to get in a line to meet George Bush to say like five words to him. Hey, support uh, support that law on whatever real estate or something like that. Okay, I'll look into that. And that's that's what you get for your your chunk of money. And yeah, that's a good point. I appreciate you bringing that. And then you hope they do something. Organizers wow. of the Women's March San Diego will be at the protest with a large sign urging Trump to build bridges, not walls. Something to look forward to. <laughs> What's going build up? stairways, not pillars. <laughs> what? Build culverts, not window frames. <laughs> what? What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, Trump is explaining the firing of Secretary of State Tillerson as conspiracy theories fly. And a lot of parents are concerned about this. When do most babies hit their peak of cuteness? Coming up mm. minutes from now, Armstrong mm. and Getty. I want to hear that. I want to hear that. After they hit their peak, put them to work. That's what I say. <laughs> You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. NBC's talking with Howie Mandel to bring back Deal or No Deal. 
Which proves that we've just run out of ideas, apparently. Wow. Yeah, I'd say. Also, do you remember when that uh, one Saudi prince arrested all the other ones and more or less has taken over the country? I do. I know it well. Boy, yes. the details of that story are now out, and it's, uh, it's not exactly what you thought it was. Hmm. How do you know what I thought it was? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm looking at this build of bridges, not walls thing. Mm-hmm. And if you listen, I get soaring rhetoric. I like soaring rhetoric. But if you hear build bridges, not walls, and get swept up, and you feel so good, and you feel excited, and you feel like you're part of something, you have a child's reaction to governmental policy. You are you're you're cute. You're fabulous. I just he I is love like you a little that. baby. And uh, maybe we can hang out and have a glass of wine sometime. But you can't be in charge. That's a greeting card sentiment. So you, That's not a policy. Unless you would like to tell me a little more of what you mean. You don't think it's a call for infrastructure spending? <laughs> I don't <laughs> interpret it that way. I could be wrong. News now with Marshall Phillips. Al Rex Tillerson is out as Secretary of State. Trump's going to nominate CIA Director Mike Pompeo to replace Tillerson. Pompeo! How's his voice? Because I like a Secretary of State with really good pipes like Rex Tillerson. Rex Tillerson. I know you're from Washington. I can't even pretend to do Rex Tillerson. His octave, yes. he's so low. <laughs> Trump, was, uh, <laughs> Trump was chatting with reporters this morning about the whole deal saying, We were not really thinking the same with Mike. Mike Pompeo, we have a uh, very similar thought process. I think it's going to go very well. Wow, that's interesting. He's yeah. not going to go with the served well, wants to spend time with family, none of that. He's just saying, nah, we weren't on the same page. Yeah, yeah, I, that, that rings true. You know, I, uh, uh, my daughter who's studying this sort of thing in uh, the college or university of her choice right. uh, texted me and brought it up, and I said, and I, I will stand by these words, I have a strong feeling that Rex wasn't a big fan of taking orders from someone who is less successful, intelligent, and sensible than he was. He is, from his point of view. Plus, he has a more traditional philosophy of diplomacy than Trump, a rough match from the outset. And I added, I'm not saying Trump is wrong or stupid or dangerous about anything in particular, but he's unconventional as hell, obviously. And Tillerson is a man of great dignity and gravitas and probably hated getting jerked around. Well, watching Pompeo over the weekend on the talk shows, which I gotta believe played a role in this, he is way more Trump-like than Tillerson is. They're, They're... they're they're completely different kind of people. Pompeo will will, will bring the strong Trump like um, manner to the to the to the Secretary of State office mm. from another part um, of that, which I'm not sure is good. From another part of that scrum, the one policy thing that he specifically mentioned was the Iran deal. Yeah. He said uh, Trump said I wanted to get rid of it. Tillerson thought it was okay, mm, but right. we disagreed. Right. And then kind of oh, went yeah, there. interesting. That would be a major uh, sticking point. Tillerson's one of the guys that to me. Um, you know, made me not worry about Trump. You got McMaster, Tillerson, Mattis, people like that around mm-hmm. him. You know, things can't get too crazy. Well, yeah. Pompeo's a little more toward the, the, the Trump end of things. Yeah. I'll, I'll bet he already had the gig when he went on the Sunday shows. I'll bet you're I right. I hope. I hope that's the I'll case. I'll bet you're right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, a couple of sources are saying that uh, that uh, Tillerson was fired on Friday. Yeah, so Pompeo yeah. knew he was yeah. to be Secretary of State, and that's probably why he was going so strong on all your talk shows. There was no collusion between Donald Trump's presidential campaign and Russia. That is the initial finding of the Republicans on the House Intelligence Committee. The Texas Representative Mike Conaway announcing late on Monday the committee finished interviewing witnesses and they'd share their report with the committee's Democrats today. Trump, once again with reporters this morning, commenting. We're very happy with the 
decision by the House Intelligence Committee saying there was absolutely no collusion with respect to Russia. And uh, it was a very powerful decision, a very strong decision. Uh, we dismissed the House investigation weeks ago yeah. as being a partisan monkey show, a yeah. monkey court, a yeah. dog and pony show. I don't think anybody's taken the House right. or Senate investigation that seriously. I, oh, I have a high level of confidence that will be the conclusion. There is no significant collusion or craziness or anything like that. The only uh, thing that matters on either side. is what Mueller comes up with. Right, right. right. And that's and again, in a roundtable yesterday, a lot of people were saying that exact thing. We're going to wait and see what Mueller comes yeah, up with. Yeah, I mean, so you had this report, and then Adam Schiff, who's just yeah. insufferable, Bullshiff, I heard him called. Uh, Adam Bullshiff comes out with, with his, no, no, they cut it off. We didn't get to ask the witnesses what we wanted, blah, blah, blah. All right, all of you, just pipe down. Go, go clean your rooms, all right? I've had enough. I've had enough of your arguing. Go clean your rooms. We'll wait for Mueller. Bob Costa, Washington Post. His sources tell him that if the Democrats take the House back, they're going to reopen this investigation. Well, so be exciting. that could be, maybe should be, what's on people's minds when they go to vote in November. Do you want to? Do you want to get back into this or not? Maybe the country does. Maybe it doesn't. But that that that's what's going to happen. If the D's take back over again. Now, according to a new study, most babies do not hit peak cuteness until they're about six months old. Mm. They did a study. They showed a lot of people various uh, photos of babies at different ages. And the average person said "Eh, six months was the cutest age. Newborns were rated as the least cute. Now, here's (laughs) why. Very, very stupid babies. They, they can, they can, well, you know, they've been squeezed for a long yeah. time. Well, they're making the transition from one environment to another. It's a, it's an adjustment period. Six-month-old baby's pretty damn cute. Yep. Oh, yeah. Characteristics most people associate with cuteness include big eyes, chubby cheeks, and cooing sounds. Biologists think we evolved to have those traits as babies at six months because it, in, it encourages our moms to love us even hmm. more. Yeah, I have beady eyes and chubby cheeks. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll try more cooing. That's the theory. I just... Yeah. I find that hard to believe. A- animals are kind of designed to love their babies. I just, it's, it's just hard to imagine that they had to throw in big eyes to you. Oh, that's right. I should feed him because he's got the big eyes. <laughs> so cute. And he's I, just, I don't know if I buy that. <laughs> that's a Squinty wrap. eyes, go ahead. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. <laughs> I mean, what do you think? You think God made him extra cute so you'd take care of him better? It just just doesn't really strike me as... Nothing for you, squinty eyes. Go get a job. Exactly. Feed yourself, squinty. (laughs) So we'll talk to Karen Travers of ABC News about Tillerson being out in a couple of minutes. What does it mean? What happened? What's the gossip? I think what we need to know is who's this Pompeo character who's now the Secretary of State? Exactly. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un on Thursday invited President Trump to meet for negotiations over the country's nuclear program. Now, Trump thinks it's because Kim Jong-un respects him, but I think it's more like when you're having a high-stakes poker game and your friend goes, Oh, I love poker, but I'm not very good at it. 
And then you go, oh, you should definitely come. What do you base that on, my snide friend? In, mm. a, in a few minutes, we'll talk to somebody who uh, knows something about Tillerson's out. This guy named Pompeo is our new Secretary of State, and uh, it's a troubled world, so we'll figure out who those people are. Um, what debuted this day in 1984? Might have been my perm. Mm. I don't know. <clears throat> that was about the period of time where I, I tried the perm, <laughs> trying to figure out who I was. I wasn't that, I decided, <laughs> after I, I, looking in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> was it an immediate? It was a big month for hats for you. Yeah. The white man perm. Was it an immediate that I did? Yeah, you just saw that and you're like, well, nope, that's not it. Or did you really have to kind of study it for a little no, bit? No, I liked it, actually. Okay. It's just that the maintaining of it, they, they, don't, ah, they, don't, they don't stay that way. Yeah, grow hey, out. If you've ever, you know, back when I had hair, you know, the way it looks when you walk out is, is pretty cool. Getting mm. it that way again is not always so easy. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm guessing uh, Jacko's Thriller album. Uh, that might be true, too. Um, but it was the world's first commercially available mobile phone. Oh. Hit in 1984. Um, anybody who had one of these back in the day, you'll, you'll recognize what they looked like. They, sure. Big they were, giant shoebox thing that's the size of a brick. Jamming to your car. The brick phone. Yep. Um, it was the 8000X. It weighed 2.4 pounds. You could talk on it for 30 minutes after charging it for 10 hours. <laughs> And, reasonable. It, and it cost $4,000. Right. We had one at the radio station probably the next year at the radio station I worked at. And it was just awesome because you could go on location anywhere and uh, and all of a sudden remote broadcast, which is yeah. something that was un- unknown before that. Speaking of talking to people from far away, Karen Travers joins us. Karen's an ABC News correspondent reporting from D.C. on Rex Tillerson being out, Mark, Mike Pompeo being in. Karen, welcome. How are you? Good morning. So uh, would you be so kind as to remind us of, of some of the uh, Trump versus Tillerson uh, greatest hits of discomfort? Yeah, they haven't exactly been eye to eye on things. and It's something the president has not been shy about talking about. Earlier this morning, he said he got along well with Rex Tillerson, but he said they had a different mindset, a different way of thinking. Now, when it comes to Mike Pompeo, he says, we've always been on the same wavelength. He says that's what he needs as secretary of state. So the president essentially chalking this major shift in his cabinet to chemistry. But, of course, there were differences on policy. Uh, Tillerson uh, was at a different opinion than the president on the Iran nuclear deal, North Korea, climate, trade. Those are the big ones. But he really had seemed to weather the worst of the storm recently. So why now? The White House says the president asked Tillerson to step aside last Friday because he felt like it was the right time. The State Department, in an incredible pushback, says on the record Secretary did not speak to the president and is unaware of the reason. Boy, it's uh, oh. it's if it happened on Friday, so it's the day after Trump shocks the world by saying, "I'll sit down with the little weirdo from North Korea." That seems like a weird time to change secretaries of state, but whatever. The White House says the president's doing it that this is the right time to have his team that he wants in place before those potential talks with North Korea. Mm. Uh, now, it's notable that last week, Tillerson seemed to be very out of the loop when it came to the where the administration stood on North Korea. Thursday morning, he's in Africa. He says that they were a long ways away from negotiations, that there should be talks about talks, not a meeting between the president and Kim Jong-un. 
hours later, as we all know, that's exactly what the White House announced. And ironically, Trump had taken Tillerson to task for negotiating with North Korea several weeks ago with the infamous Rex, you're wasting your time negotiating with little Rocket Man. So, Yeah, and he told him, you know, last fall, he said he wished Tillerson could be tougher. I think, you know, something to pay attention to as well as we kind of do the postmortem on the Trump-Tillerson relationship is this statement that Tillerson made last night, overnight, on his plane coming back from Africa. Yesterday, the White House did not go very far when it came to that Russia spy poisoning situation in the United Kingdom, saying that it's still being investigated. They're uh, here to ready to help uh, the UK, but let's wait and see what plays out. Tillerson, much tougher statement saying Russia did this. There needs to be a forceful response. Was that kind of his last stand? Was that the final straw for the president? We're looking into it. I'm forward looking, not backward looking. The king is dead. Long live the king. This Pompeo guy who's going to be uh, running secretary of state. What, what is he? What's his deal? Yeah, he's a favorite of the president's. The president really likes him a lot. He's been briefing the president personally multiple times per week instead of sending over just an intelligence officer, as you know normally would be done. The president, again, was talking about them just really having a great relationship. He has been the CIA director since the beginning of the administration, moving in now, if confirmed, to this big position. So you have to be confirmed for this. The, the, any doubt mm-hmm. that that'll happen? Everything. Cabinet positions all do. Mm-hmm. Any doubt that that'll happen? I've never been one to make predictions okay. in Washington, especially when it involves the Senate. Okay. Karen Travers, ABC News correspondent in D.C. Karen, thanks very much. Thank you. Yeah, Any he'll be confirmed. That- I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead. Yeah, if he got head of the CIA, he'll get Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. Unless he says something completely Looney Tunes between now and then. Although it makes perfect sense, honestly, that, look, the, the North Korea sit-down is the Super Bowl. Now, granted, it was a hastily announced Super Bowl. Hey, guys, this year we're going to have the Super Bowl in October. <laughs> but, you know, if, if you're going to have the Super Bowl, you have to have the team in place well, that you're going to take the field. We're going to have the Super Bowl this weekend, so book your hotel rooms. Right, exactly. So, yeah, it makes sense that if he was going to make a switch, he said, all right, we got to do this. Yeah, okay. So, how about the uh, the infamous, he's a moron, <laughs> comment, moron Couldn't gate. have helped. No, no, no. What's the chances Tillerson thinks Trump's a moron? One hundred percent, or or at least as I said, listen, and this is not a criticism of Trump. Remember, do we have Mitt Romney's quote about Donald Trump wants you to think he's a super successful businessman, therefore he knows what he's talking about. He's not, and he doesn't. <laughs> do we have that? I mean, now that I've done it, I'm not sure there's any point in playing it. But um, Rex Tillerson ran Exxon around the globe. For a very long time, very successfully. Donald Trump is certainly a successful real estate developer. But even among, like, the supergiant real estate developers in New York City, Trump is considered, you know, fine. But he's not a supergiant in that field. So the idea that Tillerson would get jerked around or ordered around or hung out to dry, and according to some, humiliated on a couple of occasions by his boss, that wouldn't sit well with a guy like Tillerson. No. That'd he, be extremely difficult to take. Tillerson is not the kind of guy, guy I don't think, though, that's going to like have a book out in a, in a couple of weeks or start doing interviews and badmouth the president. Bad. 
Yeah, be it would be entertaining, but uh, he just doesn't seem like that kind of guy to me. Oh, no, he values dignity, quiet dignity over about everything. And, you so. know, when he was asked over and over about the did you call him a moron, he'd say, you know, I'm not from this town. I don't play these games. Right. I- I'm sure he hates Washington, D.C. Oh, and yeah. everything about it. Right. Which, how could you not? He was recommended for the job by Robert Gates because they're friends forever. And that's how he ended up as Secretary of State. Gates, the uh, both parties sec def of recent memory. Yeah, and former CIA director. So, right. um, well, you know, Pompeo's the former, where did he come from? Governor of Kansas? He's a, he's a congressman. Congressman? Yeah, was he ever a governor? I don't know. Senator or something. Whatever he was. Um, but he he's, I'm telling you, he's, he's Trumpian. So mm. it could get pretty excited. Exciting. Mm. And, I mean, he, he, makes the, he makes the outlandish statements. And stuff. Wow. I don't know. That's He's exciting. not the super rever- reserved Tillerson. Right. Did you want that Romney clip? Yeah. But you say, wait, wait, wait. Isn't he a huge business success? Doesn't he know what he's talking about? Uh-huh. No, he isn't. And no, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> and now that guy's going to be a U.S. senator soon. Yeah. Back in 1964. Well... <laughs> Thank you, Mitt. Uh, well, okay, so we look forward to the talks with North Korea. Hope that goes well. We do need to, and and please, 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 we need to respond strongly with the Brits. The Russians committed a chemical weapons attack on British soil. This is not a small deal. This is enormous. Well, this isn't a big deal for the president because he hasn't said much about it. Um, ultimate, yet. ultimate sleep hacks. Got a guy who spent a month trying every bit of solid sleep advice exists. What did he learn from that? We all want to get better or more sleep, right? Did he five, try four fingers of whiskey? <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. Sleep like a baby. Gives me a headache in the morning, though. Eh. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.